The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Inbounds pass to Fox. Free throw line. Lobs it over on the wing to Claire Thede. Paul gets it to the free throw line. Bounce pass to Jaromic. Baseline. Nobody helps. She'll drive baseline and hit the floater from six. Taya Jaromic now with five points. Tonight, it's a Luplak Conference doubleheader from St. Paul as the Wildcats welcome in the Ravenna Blue Jays. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Lockhorn with the stutter dribble, stopped at the high post. Lockhorn, they try to clear it out over the wing. Mundorf, quick three, got it. Caleb Mundorf with 10 of the first 13 points here. St. Paul started the week with a sweep of rival Centura last night, while Ravenna hits the court for the first time since the conference tournament. It's the Blue Jays and Wildcats coming up next, but first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to St. Paul with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good evening once again, everyone. Welcome back to St. Paul for the boys' portion of tonight's Lou Platt Conference doubleheader as the St. Paul Wildcats take on the Ravenna Blue Jays in our girls' game back and forth down to the final minute before Ravenna finally put away the Cats 51-46. to Jordan Fidelke scored 24 points with 20 of those coming in the second half of play. Rebecca Noziska had 13 boards for St. Paul. Claire Thede, 23 points, 7 rebounds, a perfect 9 of 9 at the free throw line. Now a boys contest between a couple of teams that lost in the first round of the conference tournament last week, so they've had some time off to prepare for this stretch run. The 9-8 St. Paul Wildcats, 6-11 Ravenna Jays. We should see an up-tempo ball game where both teams like to put the ball in the air. We'll see how it all plays out. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark for a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll look at the starting lineups right after this. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes, plus a great selection of wind rowers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visiting Blue Jays of Ravenna. Number 12 is a 5'9 inch junior, Cade Lockhorn. Number 22 is a 5'10 inch freshman, Jake Charzinka. Number 24, 5'8 sophomore, Caleb Mundorf. 
Number 44, six-foot junior, Jaden Lewandowski. And number 50, a six-foot-four-inch junior, Josh Bauer. The head coach of the Ravenna Blue Jays is James Habe, assisted by Wayne Bach and Adam Mingus. They come in with a record of 6-11 and 11 on the season, but Ravenna is trying to snap a four-game losing streak. For St. Paul, number one is a 5-foot-10-inch junior, Parker Klingensmith. Number three, 5-foot-9-inch junior, Tanner Robleski. Number 10, 5'6", sophomore, Wyatt Plocky. Number 14, 6'4", sophomore, Carson Morgan. And the leading scorer on the team, number 21, a 6'2", senior, Miles Griffin. The head coach of the St. Paul Wildcats is Derek Reich, assisted by Alex Egger, Chris Smith, Brad Wells, and Nate Bracken. St. Paul is 9-8 on the season. They've won three of their last four games, but that loss did come to Donovan Trouble in the conference tournament quarterfinals. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. As far as injuries and players that are out, a couple of players that are not suited tonight for Ravenna and Ryan De La Rosa and Ethan Kylig. Also, you take a look at St. Paul. They've switched things up a little bit from the last time we saw them. Freshman Tanner Maddox and sophomore Hunter Schmidt will suit up tonight. Freshman Cameron Kelly is out tonight for the Cats. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Ravenna, St. Paul. We'll tip off the boys next on Classic Hits. Convenience isn't defined by how big a business is. It's defined by how convenient it is for you. Brems Health Mart Pharmacy is a hometown business that makes shopping easy. First Health Mart pharmacists know there's nothing more important to you than your family's well-being. Health Mart pharmacies are locally owned pharmacies, and Brems provides the hometown services you want. From prescriptions to gifts to beauty and health aids, and now digital photo processing. Shop Brems Health Mart in downtown St. Paul. Health Mart. Caring for you and about you. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders, wishing the best of luck to all areas, teams, and coaches and athletes. We're ready to go. Doc Stevenson steps in the center circle, puts the ball up. He threw it a little off mark, so if you're listening and you know Doc, tell him that that wasn't the best toss of all time. Ravenna's going to win the opening tip. They'll move from right to left against the extended St. Paul zone, which they should love shooting three. Mundorf! We'll waste no time burying the first shot of the game from outside, and it's 3-0, Blue Jays on top. Ravenna will play. It would look like a zone defense. Let's find out if it's a matchup or if it is a sagging man right now. With the top of the circle is Klingensmith. Back up top, they'll go to Robleski. In the left-hand corner to Plocky, looking for the leading scorer, Miles Griffith. He's going to be guarded by Jake Charzinka. Jarzinka, just a freshman against the senior Griffith, so that tells you what Coach James Habe thinks of his defensive ability. Down on the block, trying to force something, a wraparound pass for a short jumper off the glass. Carson Morgan on the assist from Tanner Robleski. So each team scores on their opening possession. One minute in, three to two. Ravenna, outlet pass knocked out of bounds by Parker Klingensmith. This is KKPR-FM, Kearney, Ravenna, St. Paul, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
All of our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, Lincoln. A three is in and out and back in again for Jake Charzinka. So Ravenna fires two threes and hits two threes to start the basketball game. Six to two. Top of the key with it, Robleski into the corner. A three for Wyatt. Plucky is good. So both teams hitting their first couple of shots, and it is six to five in favor of Ravenna. And the ball kicked away. Griffith got most of that one. That was a pretty good punt, sending it towards the weight room and wrestling area here at St. Paul. 6-5, the girls game 51-46. Ravenna held on for the win with a basketball. Is going to be Cade Lockhorn. Whip it around the perimeter to Jarzinka. Gets to the baseline. Throws it inside to Bauer. Draws the double team. Tries to lob it out front. Just saving it is Lockhorn. He'll get it into the hands of Mundorf. Drives, kicks, throws it off the official. And then the official says that's out of bounds. Because he was standing out of bounds. And Coach Habe says that's not the role. I don't know. It's Ravenna's first turnover. The first turnover of the game. It was a pass that was not to anybody on his team. Now Robleski tries, puts the shoulder into the defender, puts it up on the right hand from six, no good. Rebound brought down by Josh Bauer. Up ahead to Jarzinka. Sprints into the front court, off the screen, tries a long, high arcing three that is off the mark, and the rebound will be brought down by Miles Griffith. Griffith brings the ball up the floor, takes it into Robleski, dishes it to Morgan. Morgan all alone gets his second bucket, and St. Paul now has their first lead at 7-6. to six. Five and a half to go here in the first quarter. Ravenna now against a St. Paul man-to-man defense. Rotated around the perimeter, Lewandowski all by himself. Left side of the key, Bauer slides over. Then up top, taking the basketball is Caleb Mundorf, guarded by Parker Klingensmith. With it is Jarzinka. Looks for the back cut, but Lockhorn's covered. Gives it to Bauer. Makes a move down the left side of the key. The little runner from five rolls off the rim. No good. Tanner Robleski has the rebound for St. Paul. Pushes it to the high post. Keeps the dribble. Trying to back it on Lockhorn. Now kicks it out for three, and Plocky's got another one. Wyatt Plocky, two of two from downtown. And eight in the row for St. Paul. They now lead it 10-6 with 4.50 to go in the first quarter of play. Up the floor with it. Lockhorn stutters. Griffith stays. Griffith blocks his shot out of bounds. And it'll stay with the Jays. Our first substitution, Cooper Shermer, another freshman into the ball game. So tonight, Ravenna does not have a single senior suited up and only one senior in the starting lineup for St. Paul. Inbound to Shermer right underneath the hoop, right block, but he can't get it over Wyatt Plocky, so they'll bring it out and set it up with Lockhorn. Over to Mundorf. Mundorf. One-on-one, Klingensmith doesn't let him go anywhere to Bauer. Bauer, top of the key, is going to try the three. It's no good. Miles Griffith will grab the rebound here for St. Paul. Up 10-6, three-and-a-half into the ball game. Robleski swings it over to Klingensmith. little stutter working on Mundorf, leans into him, then hands it off Robleski to the left elbow. Stutter now drives, gets fouled. The shot won't go. Cade Lockhorn will have the first foul of the game. Two free throws coming up for St. Paul's Tanner Robleski. 4-11 to go here in quarter number one. Free throw is around and out. It remains 10-6 St. Paul. And they'll go to the bench for the first time and bring in Thomas Marvichka. He is a 6-5 junior. And Carson Morgan will get the breather, the 6-4 sophomore. And the second free throw is on the way, and it is good. So Robleski got one of two. And it's nine straight for St. Paul. And timeout going to be called here by Ravenna. 
4.06 to go in the first quarter. St. Paul 11, Ravenna 6. You're listening to Lou Platt Conference Basketball on Classic Hits. Need a medical uniform or accessory? Shop Uniforms and More, the largest family-owned uniform store in the state of Nebraska. If you wear scrubs and your job requires you to wear certain colors at work, then Uniforms and More in Grand Island is a place for you. With the best selection of solid colors as well as prints in men's and women's styles. Uniforms and More stocks in sizes from extra small to 5X, petites to talls. From shoes to scrubs, you'll find it at Uniforms and More at 4th and Broadwell in Grand Island, open six days a week. to go here in the first quarter of play. Timeout on the floor. And it is Ravenna basketball out of the T.O. They jumped out 6-2 on a pair of threes, but nine straight by St. Paul, and Ravenna has missed the last two three-pointers. So Ravenna with a basketball. They'll get it to Cade Lockhorn against the extended 1-3-1 zone here. Lob backdoor. Bauer catches, shoots, missed it, got it back, got fouled. He'll go to the line. Bauer a little frustrated that he didn't finish it the first time. They're so good about setting up that backdoor lob. Foul on Parker Klingensmith. But no, excuse me, on Miles Griffith. That'll be the first foul of the game on St. Paul. And Bauer will put the first free throw up and good. So that snaps the 9-0 run. And into the game for St. Paul, Joe Moss. Six-foot junior rolls into the contest. We told you Miles Griffith, the only senior starter. He's the only senior on the entire roster, which is full of Wildcats. Second free throw, Bauer up and good. So Josh hits them both. And with 3.49 to go in the first quarter, St. Paul 11 and Ravenna 8. As Robleski will bring the ball up between the circles. Try to get the offense set up here. Starts right, goes back left to Plocky. Plocky working on Shermer, hands it back to Robleski. Left elbow, trying to just rub off that screen. Still has the dribble. Starts one way, back out, back in, back out. Now takes the shot, in and out. Bauer will get the rebound. He's got all three of the boards here for Ravetta. Up the floor, Lockhorn drives in, kicks it out to Bauer at the high post, drives in with two dribbles, 10-footer no good. Rebound brought down by Thomas Marvichka. And Ravetta trouble now scoring from the field here in the last three minutes. Driving in, Plocky gets to the low block, kicks it back out to Moss, who gives it to Robleski. Spread the floor, nobody in the paint. Now they'll go with a backdoor lob to Griffith. He'll grab it, he'll shoot the seven-footer. A little off balance, no good. Bauer has the rebound again. Quickly gets it to Lockhorn, who hands it off to uh, Jarzinka. Jake into the front court to Bauer. Josh at the top of the circle. Over to Mundorf, who hit the three to start the game to Shermer. Dribble, kick out. Dribble in two times, maybe three, kick it out. Longhorn takes it a little farther out to Bauer. And hand check as he's trying to get it into the paint. This might go on a big guy, Marvichka. That'll be his first. And the team's second. And in for St. Paul is going to be Mike Allen, a six-foot junior. We'll check into the game. And sliding out will be Plocky. Ravetta ball underneath their own hoop. Bounce pass to Shermer, right side of the key. Out to Mundorf. Long three is no good. High in the air for the rebound. Bauer had it. And then a over-the-back foul. Going to be called on St. Paul. Back-to-back fouls on Thomas Marvichka. He's got two, and there are three team fouls. Morgan's going to come back in for Marvichka. Inbounds pass. They're going to set up a three in the left corner. It's in and out that time by Jarzinka, and the rebound brought down by Mike Allen. 11-8. to 
Ravenna has now missed four straight threes after making their first two. Off the curl screen, they'll hand it to Moss. Moss all the way to the right block and the easy layup. That's the first bucket of the ball game for Joe Moss. 13-8, St. Paul is up by five. Hastings boys, a 24-19 lead over Adams Central. Halftime on 12-30. KHAS only three points in the second quarter for Hastings. They were up 21-11 after one. Ball picked away up top by Miles Griffith. Second Ravenna turnover. Feeds it to Robleski, who hit the rim on the way up. Good contested defense by Lockhorn. Mundorf gets the rebound. They want to run the floor to Bauer. The floater in the lane, no good. Got it back, and he's fouled again. This will, I don't believe, be on the shot. And it's going to go on Carson Morgan, his first. So, Josh Bauer. Providing to be a matchup problem for the post at the other end. Here's another inbound three for Jarzinka. The first one long. This time it's short that it deflects out of bounds to St. Paul. Simple inbound. As Jarzinka just throws it into Bauer, who's already setting the screen. Kicks it back to him in the corner after he takes it out. Just wasn't able to hit. 13-8 to eight cats. A minute 20 to go here in quarter number one. Over the left wing, outside the arc is Mike Allen. Two screens to Griffith. Contested three is in. Miles Griffith gets his first bucket of the ball game. All three threes that St. Paul has attempted here in the first quarter are in. And it's this eight-point lead here. Now Lockhorn forces the issue and got by two defenders. Up and under Carson Morgan and scores. 16-10 to 10 with a minute to go. First quarter, St. Paul by six. And it'll be Robleski into the front court. Donovan Trumbull beat Arcadia Loop City and girls action tonight, 46-45. High post with it, spinning around Morgan. Has the pass deflected. It goes right back to him. Then he misses one from six as it bounces off the rim. Bauer has already got seven boards here in the first quarter. And Ravenna starts to run the floor, slows it down, not holding for one. They get it on the block to Bauer, out of the wing to Shermer, back to Josh. 20 seconds on the wing, three-pointer on the way, and not falling right now for Jarzinka. And the rebound brought down by Joe Moss. And now St. Paul doesn't have to waste much time. We're down to 10. With it is Robleski. Coach Reinch yelling out instructions. Robleski's just going to pull up and shoot the three. It is no good. Josh Bauer pulls down his eighth rebound of the first quarter. And it is over here in the first eight minutes of play in this Luplak Conference Boys Contest. St. Paul 16, Ravenna 10 on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorp Farms also commends them for their academics and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorp Farms, Litchfield. Cornhusker Honda presents a reality check. You don't have to shop all over to find your new Honda. Just head to Cornhusker Honda in Grand Island. You'll find great savings right now in America's most reliable cars and trucks. Plus, financing as low as 0.9% for up to 60 months with your good credit. That's savings for the long haul. The reality is the right choice is right here. Cornhusker Honda, just off North Highway 281 in Grand Island. 
First quarter is in the books, and to start the second quarter, St. Paul will get the ball. They lead it by a score of 16-10. to 10. Six points on a couple of threes for Wyatt Plocky and for Ravenna. A couple of threes, Jarzinka Mundor, four different players have scored. Josh Bauer hasn't got a bucket yet. He hit a couple of free throws. Up top, Robleski, he wants to take it at Lockhorn, and he gets the little touch foul on a scoop shot. Cade now with his second foul. Those are the only two fouls that have been called on Ravenna. Robleski, last time it was on the shot, went one or two. No turnovers yet in the game for St. Paul. Ravenna had two in the first quarter. Free throw, Robleski hits the front of the iron. No good. St. Paul was three of four from three-point land in the first quarter. I had Ravenna two of eight. Second free throw up and good. So Robleski gets one of two each time at the line here. And it's 17 to 10, St. Paul. Ravenna got out to the 6 to 2 lead, and then St. Paul turned it into an eight point lead at 16 to 8. Backdoor lob for Bauer. Had to go over the offensive player, Plocky, who didn't know that the lob was coming. And Bauer actually landed on him, and they'll call the foul on Wyatt Plocky. But no free throws, and so they'll inbound it. And try to set up a three here for Jarzinka. Instead, Mundorf jump stop in the paint. Lockhorn back out to Shermer. Back over to Lockhorn. St. Paul manning up now. Dribbles it off his foot. And that is because he is fouled by Tanner Robleski. First foul on Robleski. That is already the sixth foul now on St. Paul. And into the ball game for Ravenna will be Markel Megrel, another freshman. And Jaden Lewandowski returns. Shermer stays out there as does Jarzinka and Mundorf. So Bauer coming to the bench for a breather here in the first minute as Mundorf tries to drive baseline, hanging with him and blocking the shot is Parker Klingensmith. And here comes St. Paul. Outlet Morgan beat him back. Long pass to him. He'll lay it up and in. Carson Morgan now with six points and a nine-point St. Paul lead at 19-10. Shermer with it left side of the key. Back up top to Migrel. Hands it to Mundorf. Around the perimeter to Jarzinka. Lewandowski flashes through. They'll start it left, dribble it back right. Migrel draws the double team, dishes it off Jarzinka in the paint, got bumped, threw it up. They're going to call the foul, and Jake Jarzinka will go to the line to shoot two here for the Cats, or excuse me, for the Jays. The foul on Smith will be his first of the game. So Jarzinka comes to the line. The left-hander dribbles it three times, spins it, Fires it, hits it. Four points now for Jake in the first point of the second quarter. Bauer and Lockhorn back in after a short breather. And Mundorf and Schirmer will check out. Second free throw now for Jake Jarzinka. And Jake will put it up and in. So Jarzinka hits them both. He's got five, and with 6.40 to go here in the first half, it's St. Paul 19, Ravenna 12. St. Paul basketball, big spreads here to open up that paint for Morgan or a cut. Robleski, left side of the key, high post. They wanted the give and go, but Ravenna covered it, so Morgan gives it right back to Tanner, who comes into the paint, takes two steps, kicks it to Plocky for three. Didn't connect that time, and Bauer already with nine rebounds here in the first half. Long outlet pass, Jaden Lewandowski wasn't even looking, and so it'll be picked up by Smith, and then he had nobody to pass it to, and Bauer says thank you very much, St. Paul, with their first turnover. 
Lockhorn stutter dribble, wants the shot, gets the leaner with the left hand. Cade Lockhorn, a nine-foot leaner. He's got two buckets, and the lead is down to five, four straight for Ravenna. As Robleski to Klingon Smith. Now over to Plocky. Griffith's been pretty quiet so far in this game. He hit a three. That's been it. Klingon Smith back in the left-hand corner to Plocky. He's got a couple of trays. Up top to Griffith. Catch, shoot, three. It's good. Good-looking quick shot. Miles Griffith just two catch-and-shoot threes with a Ravenna defender right on him, and the lead is right back up to eight at 22-14. to 14. Bauer comes outside the arc. Morgan takes a while to get there, dribbles to the baseline, throws through with a skip pass into the corner to Lockhorn, and then the ball is taken away. Miles Griffith with the steal, two-on-one, and he'll just finish it himself. Eight points for Miles Griffith, and the lead now to 10. Back-to-back buckets for St. Paul. Bauer, right side of the key, up top, Lockhorn. Coach Habe off the bench here. Back to Jarzinka, needs that three, can't get it to fall. Rebound brought down by Robleski. St. Paul wants to run, Robleski all the way. A little out of control, throws up a wild one, no good. Rebound, great job by Cade Lockhorn. It looked like Morgan was going to pick it and score. Lockhorn takes it to the other end, puts it up and in, and they give him the continuation with the foul. Six points now for Cade Lockhorn, and he'll have a chance to make it seven. Parker Klingensmith with his second personal foul. That is the eighth foul of the half. And Wyatt Plocky's going to check out. Joe Moss is in. And Mundorf and Shermer are in. And now Klingensmith will come out and Allen will come in for St. Paul. 4.43 to go here in the first half. 24-16 St. Paul. And Kay Lockhorn tries to get him a point closer here with the free throw. And he does to complete the three-point play. And he's got seven points now to lead the Jays, who are down by seven. Don't forget at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. A quick chat with both of the coaches in Noah Malsby and Derek Runcy, 51-46. A pretty competitive girls game that Ravenna held on to win. Here's Allen. Mike on the left side of the key. Outside the arc, brings it up top. Robleski gives it off to Moss. Joe, one dribble to the free throw line. Back out Allen. Squares, but no shot to Robleski, who comes into the lane. Got tripped, lost the basketball. Second turnover. Lockhorn pushes it up the floor. Stutters, looks for somebody to pass it to, and they weren't ready for it. The ball is given her right back by Ravetta. The chance to cut it to five. Ravetta could have used that one there, and St. Paul filling the passing lanes, forcing the fifth turnover by the Jays. Up top with it. Is going to be Joe Moss over on the wing. Griffith, another three. That time it comes up short, and Bauer will grab his 10th rebound here of the first half. So St. Paul has quieted down here for a couple three trips. Can Ravenna clip him here a little bit? Mundorf to the left elbow. Lockhorn tries baseline, cut off Robleski in the man-to-man. St. Paul started zone. Now they're in the man on the block. They get it to Bauer, uses his dribble, fade away over Morgan, hits a tough shot. That's good defense by Morgan, but Josh Bauer gets his first bucket of the ball game, 24-19. St. Paul by five. Coach Wright wants to get something going here. Off the bench, talking to Griffith. Griffith drives a challenged 15-, 12-footer. No good. Rebound brought down by Bauer. Outlet pass into the front court. Mundorf hits the trailer. Shermer, who hands it off to Lockhorn, who comes down the lane. Lost it, but it goes right to Bauer, whose turnaround jumper is up and in. And it's a three-point game, a 7-0 run by the Ravenna Jays. 24-21 with three minutes to go here in the first half. 
Dribble and drive and kick it off to the right corner to Robleski. Back it in on Shermer. Quick first move. Now kicks it out of the wing to Allen. 4-3. And Mike got it. Mike Allen's first bucket of the ball game in the fifth three of the first half here for St. Paul. 27-21. Walking it up the floor. A timeout. Well, you kind of expected St. Paul was about ready to call a timeout. And now a timeout will be called instead by Ravetta. 2.38 to go in the first half of play. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score St. Paul 27, Ravetta 21. Roger Morse is your local Golden Harvest seed dealer serving St. Paul and surrounding areas. Roger is a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Good luck to everyone tonight. When you're looking for a good, honest seed dealer, Roger Morse is the name you need to know. Golden Harvest brand offers some of the highest yielding corn hybrids of any seed in this area, and they're protected by the most advanced trade technology in the industry. See Roger Morse today for your Golden Harvest seed in St. Paul. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. With our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda. Again, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports, including tonight's Lou Platt Conference doubleheader, and to St. Paul Athletic Director Rick Peters and the crew here, as always, for their hospitality. 27-21, St. Paul has the lead. Ravenna has called the timeout. They spread the floor. St. Paul goes back to their zone to maybe mess with what they had. So they backdoor lob it. Bauer caught it, came down, and scored. Oh, but they're going to call a foul beforehand. He came down, was bumped, and that's what knocked him off balance before he could get the shot away. And they're going to say it is underneath Thomas Marvichka, but it is a one-and-one, so Bauer will go to the line. Third foul on Marvichka. Bauer hit a couple in the first quarter, but now he's got to earn them. One-and-one for the lefty. Puts it up and in. Seen some pretty good free-throw shooting here the last few days. Lou Platt Conference Tournament, the girls' game. The two girls' teams combined were 28 out of 36 at the line. 15 of 21 for Ravenna, 13 of 15 for St. Paul. Second free throw by Bauer. That is going to be short. And they say it's short enough that it didn't graze the front of the rim. So it will go to St. Paul. Morgan's back in. You've got Moss, Plocky, Clayton Smith, Allen, and just coming back in, Carson Morgan. Baseball pass to break the press. Allen at midcourt, then hands it to the trailer. Klingensmith, who covered a lot of ground before he dribbled it, back to Allen. Hands it off in the center circle. Wyatt Plocky. Man-to-man. Ravenna will very, very rarely break the man-to-man. Kick it on the left wing. Joe Moss, guarded by Shermer. Back up top, trying to spread it out and looking for the dribble drive opportunity. Klingensmith, two minutes to go, first half. Off the curl screen, Klingon Smith in the left-hand corner. Plocky dribbles it up to the elbow, gives it to Joe Moss. Left side of the key, lives it off again. Little three-man game, skip pass. No, Plocky on the right wing. Dribbles his way in, kicks it out. Allen, 4-3, short, no good. Rebound is loose, and thought we were going to get a huge collision, but Klingon Smith able to get it cleanly to Joe Moss, who drives over Bauer. Good defense by Bauer, shot no good, but it does deflect off of Josh and out of bounds. It'll stay with St. Paul. 
Miles Griffith and Tanner Robleski re-enter. Moss and Allen will come out for St. Paul. 1.30 to go. First half, St. Paul 27, Ravenna 22. Cat ball underneath their own hoop. Into Morgan, in the lane, in traffic, up and in from four. Carson Morgan has eight points, and it's 29-22. Long pass to try and break the press to get it up to Mundorf. Passes on the three, does take the 10-foot jumper, no good. And Parker Klingensmith gets the rebound, and now St. Paul a chance to continue to build the lead after Ravenna had cut it down to three. Another three, Plocky, and it is good. And just like that, the lead is back up to 10. 32-22, an 8-1 run here. Full court pressure on. Ravenna does break it. Can they take advantage with numbers? Lockhorn brings it in, lays it up, and in. Might have got away with a foul there, Tanner Robleski, but Lockhorn with seven of the quarter, nine in the game. 32-24. St. Paul sees the lane open, driving in. Plocky leaves it off for Morgan, and he is going to be fouled by Josh Bauer. Good, good dish that time for Wyatt Plocky. First foul on Bauer, and Carson Morgan's first trip to the line. That's only the third foul of the half of the Jays, but each foul has been on the shot. Morgan's first of two. On the way, and it's too strong, no good. 35 seconds remaining in the half, 32-24 St. Paul. Second free throw now on the way, and it's good. So Morgan gets one and two, and let's see what Ravetta does here, down by nine. Will they hold for one, or will they just continue to attack? Coach Habe. Talking to Lockhorn as he brings it up against the man-to-man. Now this time over to Cooper Schirmer up top to Bundorf. 22 seconds to go. Now he backs it out. Get the offense set. Not necessarily killing the clock. Just want to reset the play here. But we're down to 12. Tried the back cut. Miles Griffith just picked that ball away. Working on Jarzinka. Can't go all the way. Kicks it out to Plocky with five seconds. Lobs underneath. Morgan's free layup. Good. We're at halftime. Carson Morgan finishes strong here, and the Cats finish the second quarter on an 11-3 run and have taken the lead out to 11, the biggest of the game. It is St. Paul 35, Ravenna 24. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is next. Ryan Jarabic is your local mycogen seed dealer in the St. Paul Farwell area. He knows that the key to a successful growing season is advanced preparation, early hybrid selection, and ordering helps to give you the best hybrid selection and maximize the yield potential on your farm. See Ryan today and find out how he can help you get the best yields for your acres. A very proud supporter of high school sports. Ryan Jarabic, your local mycogen seed dealer. Give him a call today at 750-0824. Kirshner Implement in Ravenna is now Central Nebraska's Thunder Creek Fuel Trailer Dealer. These high-quality trailers come in 500, 750, or 990-gallon capacities. Their design allows you to travel faster and smoother and fuel quicker than ever before, and their low profile provides for safe cornering and off-road stability. Thunder Creek Fuel Trailers will give you many years of dependable use. Stop by Kirshner Implement in Ravenna today to see the Thunder Creek Fuel Trailers or call Kirshner's at 800-652-1938. This high school sports broadcast featuring the first St. Paul Wildcats is presented in part by Citizens Bank and Trust of St. Paul. Proud to be a member of the St. Paul community and proud to be a supporter of the St. Paul Wildcats. 
Your Citizens Bank and Trust of St. Paul is an independent community bank that's been serving their community since 1888. Bank with the hometown bank because they put your money back to work in the community. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, go Wildcats. And welcome back to St. Paul where it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of the boys' game, it is St. Paul 35 and Ravenna 24. Earlier in the girls' game, we were tied at halftime at 22. And then Ravenna outscored St. Paul 13-5 in the third quarter and went on to win at 51-46. We're going to talk with both coaches. First off, Noah Malsby here of the Jays. And, Coach, uh, you've been on such a run, and the way things bounce in the championship game on Saturday, it's always kind of interesting to see how the team will respond. St. Paul actually just got to keep going. They played last night, and I know Coach said, oh, boy, four games in five days. I don't know if we can make it, but they found enough energy to push you deep into the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, I I thought they did a really good job of handling our pressure. Um, You know, that's something that we knew they were playing four games in five days, so we wanted to ratchet up even a little bit more you know, try to wear them down, and I think they did a really good job of not turning the ball over and not letting us get out and run. It's it's the old catch-22 when you're not scoring. You can't slap the press on and all that kind of things. And it was just a game of runs uh, for both teams tonight, and obviously some of it was you did score. You did force a turnover once in a while and get, and get the layup. I mentioned at halftime I just figured one of your kids would go off. That's usually what happens if you win. And Jordan Fidelke with 20 second half points. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad she got on the bus tonight. <laughs> uh, she she did play really good. Um, I thought, you know, every once in a while she'll get to where she'll force when things are going thing. But I think she did a really good job tonight of of picking her her times when to drive. You know, she knocked down a couple outside shots. She did a really good job of getting people where they needed to be. And and you know, we moved the ball side to side a couple of times, and then she would drive. Because, I mean, they play a good man defense where they, they try to protect the paint. And if you try to drive right away, you're usually not going to get there. You didn't get much at all in the paint today offensively. Not that that's a total shock, but yeah. um, what, what about that part of your game right now? You know, a lot of a lot of stuff that we do get in the paint, it's offensive rebounds. You know, um, and some of it was the defense they were playing. You know, like I said, they, they, were, uh, they were sagging, trying to take away our drives. Uh, but they did a really good job um, keeping Beck off the, off the offensive boards. Um, and so we were getting one shot and done. Uh, I, don't, we, I think, what did we shoot? I think we had 40 shots in it. We averaged probably about 60 shots. So, you know, that's part of it, too. We shoot a lot and get a lot of opportunities. We don't always shoot the best, but we just usually outshoot our opponent by, you know, 15, 20 shots. Adam Central gets handled very easily by Hastings tonight. I believe it was 54-29 that I scratched down here. That's uh, how you wrap things up uh, on Thursday. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, that, and then we move into sub-district play uh, next week, and you'll be in a little different district uh, when we if you can get out of your sub-district. Yeah, you know, Adam Central, they're going to be tough. Uh, you know, they got a big girl inside uh, that's, that's good around the rim. Um, you know, they'll want to pressure you a little bit. They'll play some man. They're kind of long. Um, so we're, we're definitely going to have to show up on Thursday. Um, and then in the sub-district, you know, pretty much anybody we play is going to be a rematch. And, you know, those are always tougher uh, because you know each other so well, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, Centura um, or if it's Loop City, Arcadia, or if it's it Wood River in the second round. You know, we played them all. Um, so it's one of those things where we're going to have to show up and we're going to have to play well. Um, but I also think, I, I think the girls, you know, I think they're ready for it. 
you know, I think this is the point of the season where, you know, our goal is to go to state, and this is where this is where you, you earn that. I know that uh, all fans will say, okay, Ravenna-St. Cecilia District Final, can we just hurry up and get there? Your girls don't seem to be the kind of kids that will work about it. They, they seem to show up every night. Uh, they do, at least ever-wise. You know, I mean, well, obviously every game you can have off-game string stuff, but, you know, uh, that's one thing that I'm pretty proud of with this group is uh, – Effort-wise, you know, they usually bring it. They bring it every night. So um, I don't think they're going to overlook anybody. You know, we know that Centura is always a battle every time we play him. Um, you know, whether it's and that's even Amherst. You know, who knows what happens there? But uh, you know, whatever. Same thing. They play us tough. They play us tough earlier in the year. Um, Arcade Loop City. You know, they've been playing teams tough too. So we know that uh, it's not one of those things you can look in Saint Cecilia. Whoever's on the side, we got to take care of our sub district first. All right, Coach, good luck in the postseason. We'll see you again. All right, thank you. Noel's be the Ravenna Lady Jays. Only four players scored. Brooklyn Fidelke, Megan Megrel, McKenna Schmidt all had nine, but Jordan Fidelke had 24 in a 51-46 to victory. Coach Derek Runcie going to slide over and uh, join us now to talk about St. Paul and uh, if they can get nap time during school tomorrow. I think that's going to be the key for this team Obviously, they still have one more game against Holdridge, but Coach, um, I've seen you play a few times now, and a couple of times there's just no offense, and then there's a couple of times, even if it's grinded out, like tonight, it's 40-29 to 29 in the fourth quarter. You're not tearing it up, but you make that 11-1 to one run, and you get back in the ball game. Obviously, Claire, a huge night with 23 points and seven rebounds. Uh, tell me, what, what, even despite the loss, uh, your thoughts against the fourth-ranked team in C2. I thought it was a, a great effort by all of our girls. I mean, that's all you can ask for. I mean, I, I walked in the locker room after the game. I said, you guys have nothing to hold your heads about. I said, to play the schedule we played the last five days and compete like that and keep fighting the entire game, I mean, that was a huge run we made. Um, finally got We went small fourth quarter to try to give us a better opportunity. Uh, our bigs were kind of clogging up the middle. We wanted to take them off the dribble. We thought we, we had a couple of the girls in foul trouble and wanted to attack them. And, and Clara, was, she just kept being aggressive. I mean, 23 points. She carried us for most of the night, but they just fight. And that's who they are, so I was really proud of them. We always point out the free throws, maybe if they cost you a game or you're not hitting them, but they kept you in the game through the first three quarters. Yeah, if we could uh, make layups as well as we made free throws, we probably would have been all right. We had a couple opportunities where we had some wide-open layups on, on, on more than just a couple girls. We had some open layups. You know, Bailey had a couple, Sydney had a couple, and we just didn't finish, and, and that could have been the game right there. But it's not – I mean, we defensively, we couldn't stop. Uh, double zeros and she just kept going to her right hand and we kept saying force her left and she's hard to force to her left and she just kept going and they kept sealing down that block so we couldn't really help off and they did a good job of, I mean she, she she did a great job tonight just getting to the rim. Bailey did get in a little foul trouble how did that affect the way that she was able to play in the second half she's so aggressive and yet she doesn't want to foul out did that, did that change what she was doing? I, th- I think it did you know that that beginning of the third quarter I told her at halftime. I said we got to continue to be aggressive, be aggressive. And you know, at the beginning of the third quarter, you could tell she just she was playing off. She didn't want to get her fourth foul. And after they went on that run at the beginning of the third quarter, and, and I think double zeros had the first seven or nine points. I said, hey, I said you, you actually got to play defense. I said that's nine straight points we've been giving up just because you're scared of fouling out. I said just play aggressive. 
you, you got to guard her, and that, that did I think it did have a little bit of an impact on her mentality of how aggressive she wanted to be. Derek, last question. Uh, you still have one more regular season game into a sub-district that you can win. Uh, what do you think about uh, what your team is playing with that big win against Ord and a very competitive game tonight and how long you can continue to play in this season? Yeah, we have confidence. It helps a lot playing these two teams tough, um, beating Ord and then playing tough tonight. I mean, obviously, they got the day off tomorrow. They earned that. Um, but Holdridge will be a tough contest. Um, if we can get through that, I like our sub. It's going to be tough no matter what. GICC, Boone Central, they pressure the ball hard. Central City's already beat us twice. I mean, it's not going to be a walk in the park. But, again, if we can keep playing like this the last two games against the next, or at least against Holdridge and subs, I think we have a chance to get to district finals and get Carney Catholic again or hopefully Minden, either one of the others. I'll take whoever. So. All right, Coach, keep up the good work. Yep, thank Thanks you. Appreciate great it. Game tonight. Thank you for covering us. You bet. St. Paul girls basketball coach Derek Runcy. We are at halftime of the boys game, 35-24 in favor of St. Paul. We'll give you the numbers and start the second half right after this. It's not magic, you see, or a special kind of potion. It's not witchcraft or voodoo, creatures from the ocean. It's just a place you can go and things you hold dear start to wither, become weaker, like a watch or cordless speaker. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll bring it to life. The things you hold dear, those things that you like. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll make them sing. Cameras, laptops, and thingamajigs. Bring it to the new location opening April 4th, just behind Dick's Sporting Goods in Grand Island. Waiting to serve you in our bigger, better store. Interstate All Battery, Grand Island. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. And we'll start the second half with a Cade Lockhorn pull-up 13-footer from the just inside the free-throw line as they start with the possession and make it 35-26. St. Paul scoring 19 points there in the second quarter to a 16 for Ravenna. And right back at the other end, St. Paul buries a three with Tanner Robleski. That is their seventh three-pointer of the basketball game. That's the first buck of the game for Robleski. He's got five points, two free throws, 38-26. I post Bauer. Try to get something working on Morgan. Jade Lewandowski. He has no look at the hoop, so they'll kick it back out. Mundorf is in the lane, and he gets bumped by Clayton Smith. And for Parker, that'll be his third personal foul and the first foul of the second half. But they will call it before there was any shooting motion. Cade Lockhorn has two fouls for Ravetta. They only had three total. Clayton Smith with three and Marvichka with three fouls now for St. Paul. Ravetta ball out of bounds on the right wing. They'll get it to Cade Lockhorn, who leads the team now with 11 points. And another foul. And this is on Tanner Robleski. His second for a hand check. St. Paul, two turnovers. Ravetta, six in the game. Free throw shooting. Three of six for St. Paul and six of seven for inbounds pass power into the paint, but he's short armed an eight footer. Ball's on the floor. Lewandowski gets down there, chews off some hands, saves it, kicks it out to Jarzinka. His three pointer will not go, and the rebound brought down by Wyatt Plot, his first of the game. Nine boards for St. Paul, 13 for Ravenna in the first half of play. Robleski drives, kicks it in the corner to Joe Moss, who checked in for Klingon Smith when he got the third foul. He tries to leave it off in the paint. Lewandowski knocks it away. We've got a free-for-all, and Bauer comes up with a loose basketball, just the third. St. Paul turnover. 6-10 to go in the third quarter. St. Paul 38, and Ravenna 26 as Lockhorn slows the pace. Over to Mundorf. Right side, back up top, Jarzinka. Jake's had a tough night shooting so far, just hitting the 1-3. Curl, Lockhorn tries to leave it off for Bauer. St. Paul is... 
wise to his tactics and steals it away. And Robleski to the other end, weaves around traffic and lays it up and in. First two buckets of the second half by Tanner Robleski. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom. At the end of the third quarter, the Hastings boys lead Adams Central 41-36 on 1230 KHAS. The Hastings girls, an easier winner tonight, 54-29. One of the big outstate stories tonight, the number one girls state, Lincoln Northeast, fell to Miller North, 67-59. Here, trying to run off some screens. They get it to Longhorn, can't get it to go. Bauer went over the top, kept it alive for Jaden Lewandowski. St. Paul fans won it over the back. Might have been right that time. Lockhorn now puts it on the floor. Left-hand scoop shot will not go. And the rebound, Morgan and Lockhorn trying to get there. Commits the personal foul. Or Jarzinka, excuse me. Not Lockhorn. Jake Jarzinka, first foul of the game. For Ravenna, Lockhorn has 11 points. Jake Jarzinka has five. Caleb Mundorf, a lone three-pointer, and seven points for Josh Bauer. They are now two for ten from three-point land. For St. Paul, Joe Moss, two points. Seven for Tanner Robleski. Nine on three threes for Wyatt Plocky. Eleven for Carson Morgan. And eight for Miles Griffith and a three-pointer for Mike Allen. As Griffith drives, tries to dump it inside, a foul going to be called on Ravenna. Caleb Mundorf, his first, and the team's second. 40-26 to 26 in favor of St. Paul, the largest lead. Off the inbounds, Griffith, right corner three with the screen, no good. Plocky goes in the air to tip it alive. Another three up top, and this one is good for Tanner Robleski. What a big start to the third quarter for Robleski. He's got the first eight points here for the Cats. 43-26, to 26 and St. Paul pulling away. Bauer on the right block. Turnaround jumper over Morgan. No good. Nobody there but St. Paul to get the rebound. And Miles Griffiths with the board. Up the floor, Robleski. St. Paul is on a run, and Tanner lays it up and in. And a timeout will be called here. Well, Coach Habe trying to get the timeout, and there it is. So the lead was nine at the half. And now it's 19. And it's all Tanner Robleski. He's got all 10 points. It's St. Paul 45, Ravenna 26. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes, plus a great selection of windrowers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. And welcome back to St. Paul. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank could do for you, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, out of the Ravenna timeout. They drive to the paint, try the pick and roll to Bauer, and Morgan steps in front and steals it. Now Griffith falls down as he throws one up at the other end, and it goes in. 
And what a change here in the first four minutes of this second half. Now down to Bauer again, and we're going to get a tie-up. Is it a jump or a wrestling match? It's a jump, and a arrow points the way of St. Paul. Boy, the Cats come out and hit some shots, especially Tanner Robleski. And they are on a 12-2 run to start the uh, second half. Cade Lockhorn, the only bucket here for Ravenna and St. Paul. Back on offense, Robleski takes him off the dribble, then that last bounce took a funny hop on him, and it squirts out of bounds. Fourth turnover for St. Paul. Remember, Thursday night here on Classic Hits, also in the Lou Platt, Kearney Catholic will host Arcadia Loop City. Friday, we go to Fort Kearney Conference. Loomis at Pleasanton will also have the Kearney High Norfolk doubleheader on ESPN 1460. The boys' teams are ranked third and fourth in Class A. Bauer with a basketball. Swatted away, gets it back, tries to take it over Morgan. He does. He scores, and he's fouled. Bauer now will go to the line to try and complete the three-point play. Carson Morgan with his second personal foul. And checking back into the ball game will be Parker Klingensmith for St. Paul. And also coming in will be Thomas Marvichka. He'd been down a while with those three fouls. Bauer now to try the free throw attempt to complete the three-point play for the Jays. And he'll put it up and hit the front of the rim. No good. Miles Griffith will grab his fourth rebound. 47-28 St. Paul. 3.05 to go third quarter. Robleski on fire. He'll give it off to Griffith. He'll try a top of the key three. Way up in the air. Shot no good. Rebound brought down by Bauer. And then he is fouled. Trying to strip it away. Thomas Marvichka. He just got his fourth. And he didn't even make a trip up and down the floor. And Coach Reich's going to take him out. I don't know why. I mean, he just won't leave him in there. It doesn't matter if he fouls out. He's sitting on a bench anyway. He is not happy. And Coach Reich's going to talk to him. Maybe that's why. And uh, get Morgan back into the ball game. 47-28, St. Paul with a huge start here to the third quarter. Up with it, Mundorf. Gives it over to Jarzinka in the paint. Drives, dishes to Bauer after they doubled him, and he'll lay it up and in. Four straight for Josh Bauer, 47-30, St. Paul. Ravenna's just going to have to get a lot of stops against the St. Paul team that has started the second half red hot. Parker Klingensmith in the corner, lobs it into Morgan. Bauer wasn't ready. He scores and fouled him. That'll be the second foul on Josh Bauer. So Carson Morgan says, I can do that too. 13 for Carson Morgan. 49-30, to St. Paul. Looking for their 10th win of the year. Free throw in and out, no good. Ball tapped around, and it ends up in the hands of Jake Jarzinka. Good effort by Miles Griffith. Stutter dribble Jarzinka all the way to the baseline, right side out to Shermer. Looked at the three, can't get it to Bauer up top. Couple of dribbles, he'll take a 17-footer. It is off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Tanner Robleski. Third rebound of the basketball game. Out to Mike Allen for three. Second three-pointer of the game for Allen, and it is 52-30, the lead at 22. Shooting lights out here in the second half, the St. Paul Wildcats coming off a nice win against Centura last night. Trying to position themselves for some more wins in the postseason. Bauer in the paint, does a little 360 step through and scores. Six straight points for the Jays from Josh Bauer. He now has 13, and it is 52-32, to 32, but St. Paul just isn't missing. Ravenna can't get a stop. 
Markel Migral in the game for the Jays. Top of the circle with it, Parker Klingen-Smith. Right elbow stops, gives it out to Allen. Looks inside, decides against it. Goes back up top to Tanner Robleski. Robleski one-on-one against Mundorf. Starts to drive, dribbles it off his leg, goes back and gets it and hands it off to Parker Klingen-Smith. Klingen-Smith, he also wants to drive, but we traveled. <laughs> but they give it off to Mike Allen. Allen looking at the back cut. Griffith is covered over there by Cooper Shermer to Robleski. Robleski will follow the screen and score. My goodness. 12 in the quarter, 14 in the game for Tanner Robleski. Three at the other end. Mundorf hasn't done much since the first shot of the game. It's no good. Miles Griffith will get his fifth rebound. Caleb hit the first shot of the game. Hadn't scored since. And as Robleski tries to drive, we're going to have a grab called on Ravetta with 43 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Jake Jarzinka's second personal foul, for team foul. Each team with four fouls here in the third quarter of play. And checking back into the ball game will be Cade Lockhorn. And for St. Paul, we're going to see Grant Turek get in the game. And also coming in is going to be Jackson Seward. The freshman will throw it in from the baseline. All the way out top, looking at a three right away was Turek. Goes back to Seward in the left-hand corner, drives baseline, switches hands, scoop shot no good. Morgan all by himself with a rebound. We'll put it back up and in. 56-32. to St. Paul is in command of this one. Markel Migro left wing. Up top, Jarzinka. 20 seconds to go in the third quarter. Give it to Lockhorn. Lockhorn gets the screen with Bauer. Kicks it back out to Josh. One dribble, 12-footer, front of the iron, no good. Ball hits the floor. Mike Allen will pick it up. They're trying to tie him up. He dribbles it. He has it stolen away by Lockhorn, who feeds Bauer, who lays it up and in. There are two seconds, one second. St. Paul doesn't know that, and that is the end of the third quarter of play. But St. Paul puts up 21 in the third to 10 for Ravenna. And after three, St. Paul 56, Ravenna 34 here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Convenience isn't defined by how big a business is. It's defined by how convenient it is for you. Brems Healthmark Pharmacy is a hometown business that makes shopping easy. First Healthmark pharmacists know there's nothing more important to you than your family's well-being. Healthmark pharmacies are locally owned pharmacies, and Brems provides the hometown services you want. From prescriptions to gifts to beauty and health aids, and now digital photo processing. Shop Brems Healthmark in downtown St. Paul. Healthmark, caring for you and about you. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Got a tight one on 1230 KHAS. Adam Central has cut it to 55-54. Hastings High leads with one minute to go by one point of the ball game as we get ready for the fourth quarter here on KKPR-FM. Kearney, St. Paul, and Ravenna. And St. Paul in control by 22, 56-34. One of their better offensive nights of the season. And it's pretty spread out. You know, in the first half, Josh Bauer had 11 rebounds for Ravenna. He had one in the third quarter because Ravenna 
because St. Paul was making everything. Now Bauer at the top of the key, takes one big step into the paint, turnaround jumper won't go for him. Rebound brought down by Wyatt Plocky, his third. Up ahead, they'll go to Klingensmith. Back on the wing to Robleski. 15 for Carson Morgan, 14 for Tanner Robleski, 10 for Miles Griffith. That's 39 of the points and driving into the paint, throwing it back up over his head. Tanner Robleski, he is feeling it right now. 58-34, 14 of the 16 points here in eight minutes worth of work. At the other end, diving on the floor, Klingensmith knocks it away. Now we've got a scrum, and Rivetta will turn it over for the 10th time. Up ahead to Parker, and we're going to get a timeout here. Coach Rice just had guys on the floor. They're going to go ahead and use the T.O. A minute in to the fourth quarter of play. This time I brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank, St. Paul 58, Ravenna 34. Need a medical uniform or accessory? Shop uniforms and more. The largest family-owned uniform store in the state of Nebraska. If you wear scrubs and your job requires you to wear certain colors at work, then Uniforms and More in Grand Island is a place for you. With the best selection of solid colors as well as prints in men's and women's styles. Uniforms and More stocks and sizes from extra small to 5X, petites to talls. From shoes to scrubs, you'll find it at Uniforms and More at 4th and Broadwell in Grand Island, open six days a week. Our Seeds to Success are brought to you by your Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. And, well, St. Paul's Seeds to Success to keep Ravenna off the boards would just make everything. And uh, Ravenna just couldn't keep up with the man-on-man. St. Paul a little taller, a little quicker. Robleski forces the issue and gets... The foul call. He'll go to the line and shoot two. The foul will be on Cade Lockhorn, his third. And at the line, Tanner Robleski, 16 points, two of four at the line. Those were his only two points in the first half. For Ravenna, Josh Bauer with 15, Cade Lockhorn with 11. That's 26 of the 34. Free throw here is no good for Robleski. Don't forget, at the end of the ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show with all the final stats. Coaches' interviews, a few score updates for you. And the second free throw is good for Robleski. Three in the quarter and a game-high 17, 59-34. Final from Hastings, Hastings High 57 and Adams Central 54. Here is Caleb Bundorf trying to get a little separation with Parker Klingensmith. Gives it off to Jarzinka, left side of the key, back up top, Longhorn way out here away from the hoop, into the corner to Jarzinka, fakes left, dribbles up, lost the dribble, then they're going to call him for a foul, reaching back in to get it, and that will be Tanner Robleski, who was fouled, Jarzinka with his third personal foul, and the sixth team foul on Ravenna. Four fouls have been called on St. Paul, so we're not into the bonus quite yet. And it's up to Coach Derek Reinch, what he wants to do with the rest of the quarter. His team comfortably in the lead. Jackson Seward drives left corner, tries to take it baseline, and they're going to call him for a travel. Just the sixth turnover of the game for St. Paul, who's up 59-34. It was 16-10 after one, 35-24 at half, and it was 24-21 with about two minutes to go on the second quarter. And St. Paul closed strong and then just exploded to start the third quarter via Tanner Robleski here. Ravenna finally gets the back cut with Zinka dropped the ball, had to try and get a reverse layup, missed it, got the rebound back away from Miles Griffith, who just goaltended, and they didn't see it. Rebound brought down by 
Jackson Seward, and up ahead they'll get a layup. Parker Klingensmith. Coach Hames not going to be too much about it. They say no, it wasn't. Pill up at the other end. Lock, lock by Lockhorn. No good. And we're going to get another whistle off the rebound, and St. Paul is going to call the timeout. So with 5.30 to go here in the fourth quarter, it remains St. Paul 61 and Ravenna 34. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Cornhusker Honda presents a reality check. You don't have to shop all over to find your new Honda. Just head to Cornhusker Honda in Grand Island. You'll find great savings right now at America's most reliable cars and trucks. Plus, financing as low as 0.9% for up to 60 months with your good credit. That's savings for the long haul. The reality is the right choice is right here. Cornhusker Honda, just off North Highway 281 in Grand Island. Well, they had a great crowd on hand tonight here from St. Paul. Of course, they had a lot of things going on. They had a fundraiser. Or they had a United Way presentation. They had the cheerleader camp, so all the little cheerleaders performed at halftime of the boys' game. And, of course, it was also senior night for the winter sports. Here's a backdoor lob. Miles Griffith, oh, they tried to dunk. <laughs> he, he just wasn't able to convert it and a turnover here on St. Paul. Pretty good lob. I think he just mistimed his jump. Here's Bauer. He'll try a three all the way down and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Parker Klingensmith. Ravenna hit their first two three-point attempts to go up 6-2. to two, And since then, they have missed 10 in a row. And at the other end, we're going to get a travel call on St. Paul. And we're going to start going down the bench. All these guys have been in before. Marvichki's in. Allen's in. Joe Moss is in. And Grant Turek is in for St. Paul. They will leave Jackson Seward in there. It is Ravenna basketball. And they have got the five starters on there with 4.50 to go. Caleb Mundorf, left wing outside the arc, dumps it into the corner to Lockhorn. Cade inside. There's a little back cut for Bauer, and he'll hit the leaner from six. 17 points for Josh Bauer in the first points of the fourth quarter for the Jays. 4.35 to go in the game. 61-36. St. Paul dominating the second half. Seward starts to penetrate at the high post, kicks it out to Moss, out of the wing to Allen, fakes the three, pulls up at the free throw line, left elbow, no good. Rebound brought down by Josh Bauer, just his second rebound of the half, but his 13th of the game. And they'll give it to the big guy for a three who's trailing the play, but it is no good. And the rebound brought down by Grant Turek. Jackson Seward will handle the point here for the St. Paul Wildcats as they run into the Ravenna defense here. Well, it looks like they have went zone. Seward comes inside, tries to lob it to Marvichkin, overthrew him, and out of bounds. So their turnover numbers are going to be a little skewed here in mop-up time, as that's their fourth turnover of the fourth quarter. They had only five in the first three quarters. 3.52 to go in the game. St. Paul 61 and Ravenna 36. And with it up the floor as Lockhorn gives it outside the key right side to Bauer. He wants to take it in every time. Does, scores, and draws the foul. And Thomas Marvichka has fouled out of the ball game. This was not a memorable night for the junior. He was about the only one that didn't get to have a lot of fun tonight. He did not score. He had the one rebound, and he'll foul out with 3.38 to go in the contest. And at the line will be Josh Bauer to try and complete the three-point play. And coming in for St. Paul will be Tyler Swinarski. 
Line up for the free throw here, and Bauer takes a couple of dribbles, puts it up, and got it. All five Ravenna points in the fourth quarter belong to Bauer. He's got 20, and that is more than half of his team's total. 61-39. Cats on top. And driving in, Moss kicks it out of the wing just a little bit behind Swinarski, but he's able to save it, and he'll get it out to Jackson Seward. Trying to work on Caleb Mundorf. Mundorf is right there on him. And then he tries again, and Caleb reaches in and fouls him. Second on Caleb. And now we are in the 1-1. And, one. and Ravenna's going to go down the bench here. Coming in will be Drew Bowling, along with John Vosick. And Migro Markell will check in. At the line to shoot the 1-1. One will be Jackson Seward. The freshman puts it up too strong. No good. Lewandowski gets his third rebound here for Ravenna. Kicks it out to Cooper Shermer. 3.15 to go. 61-39 St. Paul. And we're going to get a double dribble called on Ravenna. Our Sarah Care moment of the game is brought to you by a Sarah Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call a Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones. When they need the right care at the right time, the Tanner Robleski show to start the third quarter. He scored 10 of the first 12 points and put this one away in a hurry. Mike Allen for three. It is no good. Offensive rebound pulled down by Swanarski. He'll kick it out. Thought about a three. No. Joe Moss with it. Moss to the baseline. Comes underneath the hoop. Leaves it off for Seward. Short arms the six-footer. Rebound brought down by Vosick. By the way, St. Paul shot the three pretty well tonight. They're 9 of 16 in the game. They've attempted one here in the fourth quarter. Vosky with the ball to circle looking for a guard. They'll find Cooper Shermer. Two and a half to go. Lane open. Migral starts to drive. Gets cut off there by Grant Turek. Ravenna turns it over. Outlet pass Seward. And a blocking foul going to be called on Cooper Shermer. He was trying to get set up and draw the charge, but there just wasn't enough of it there, and he flopped. So for Shermer, that'll be his first personal foul. Two free throws here for Seward, looking for his first point of the game. And the first free throw is on the way. In and out, won't go. Into the ball game now for St. Paul is number 20, Tanner Maddox. And also coming in, Hunter Schmidt. So I think that may have gotten everybody that is suited up into the game. And the second free throw, Seward, he got it. So he's in the scorebook tonight. 62-39, St. Paul. A game that was 24-21 with a little under two minutes to go in the second quarter. Top of the circle with it is Drew Bowling. Bowling drives and kicks it into the right-hand corner to Jaden Lewandowski. Backs in, cut off by Turek. Needs some help. Bounce pass to the cutter. And a little scoop shot on the way that sits on the rim. Won't go for Bowling. And players on the floor trying to pick it up. And Bowling's able to run the other end and or other wing, and pick it up. Out to Lewandowski. His three circles the rim twice, and it just won't go. Bad break there for Jaden. That ball was all the way inside the cylinder. And like many of my putts that actually hit the hole, it did not go in. And now a foul called on Cooper Shermer, trying to pick up the loose basketball. And a foul will send Tyler Swinarski to the line to shoot a one-and-one. St. Paul one by one, trying to add more names to the score column. It's up and in. 62. Makes it 63 to 39, St. Paul. 147 to go. Second free throw up. Bouncing on our rim, and it's two. 
So Swinarski gets them both, 64-39, as they'll push the ball up the floor. Looking for some room will be Drew Bowling. Bowling will kick it off the left wing to Markel Megrel, get it into the corner and drive again. Shermer wants a shot, and Cooper hits. His first bucket of the ball game. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Seward got into the lane. Ravenna got a hand on it, so he just throws it up, and it almost went in. Rebound, Jaden Lewandowski, his fourth. Everybody wants a shot. Migrel into the paint, kicks it out of the wing. Bowling, Drew for three. Drew buried it all net. First three since the first quarter. They had missed 12 in a row, 64-44. KKPR-FM, Kearney, Rockville, St. Labore, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Under a minute to go. Bounce pass on the right wing. They'll get it to Tanner Maddox. Maddox off the screen to the right elbow. Dubs it down low. Turnaround jumper on the way. Won't go. And out of bounds to Ravenna off the miss by Grant Turing. Again, the New West postgame show. Next, stay with us. And don't forget Big Ten basketball right now on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Michigan is blowing out Michigan State 57-29, to and they're just started the second half. So maybe you don't want to listen. 30 seconds to go. Between the circles, Ravenna just rotating it around the perimeter. John Vosick gets it down low. Markel Meagle drives but spins off the rim. No good. Rebound to Grant Turek. 15 seconds to go. Turek gets into the corner to Seward. Seward dribbles it out. Let's see if somebody else can get a shot. And it looks like they're just going to go ahead and dribble the clock out. And this one's in the book. St. Paul 10-8, and Ravenna 6-12. and As we are in the final couple of games of the season, a big second half for St. Paul as they pull away to win it. 64-44. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show comes your way next. Here on Classic Hits, as this Luplatt Conference doubleheader is split with Ravenna winning the girls' game 51-46, St. Paul the boys' game 64-44. Roger Morse is your local Golden Harvest seed dealer serving St. Paul and surrounding areas. Roger is a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Good luck to everyone tonight. When you're looking for a good, honest seed dealer, Roger Morse is the name you need to know. Golden Harvest brand offers some of the highest yielding corn hybrids of any seed in this area, and they're protected by the most advanced trait technology in the industry. See Roger Morse today for your Golden Harvest seed in St. Paul. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Ryan Jaropic is your local mycogen seed dealer in the St. Paul Farwell area. He knows that the key to a successful growing season is advanced preparation, early hybrid selection, and ordering helps to give you the best hybrid selection and maximize the yield potential on your farm. See Ryan today and find out how he can help you get the best yields for your acres. A very proud supporter of high school sports. Ryan Jaropic, your local mycogen seed dealer. Give him a call today at 750-0824. 
Kirshner Implement in Ravenna is now Central Nebraska's Thunder Creek Fuel Trailer Dealer. These high-quality trailers come in 500, 750, or 990-gallon capacities. Their design allows you to travel faster and smoother and fuel quicker than ever before. And their low profile provides for safe cornering and off-road stability. Thunder Creek Fuel Trailers will give you many years of dependable use. Stop by Kirshner Implement in Ravenna today to see the Thunder Creek Fuel Trailers or call Kirshner's at 800-652-1938. With our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda back at St. Paul where it's time for the new uh, sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today in the boys' game, St. Paul 64 and Ravenna 44 as we get ready to take a look at the numbers again back in the girls' game. Uh, Ravenna held on for a 51-46 victory. Jordan Fidelke had 24 points, 9 each for Brooklyn Fidelke, Megan Meagrel, and McKenna Schmidt, while Rebecca Noziska had 13 rebounds for St. Paul. Claire Thede, 23 points and 7 rebounds. Here's a look at the final numbers for the Ravenna Blue Jays. Cade Lockhorn, 11 points, 1 rebound. A 3-point bucket for Drew Bowling and 1 rebound. Jake Jarzinka, 5 points, 2 rebounds. Caleb Mundorf hit the first shot of the game, a 3-pointer, but that was it tonight for the sophomore. 3 points, 1 rebound. Cooper Shermer had 2 points. John Vosick a rebound. Jaden Lewandowski, 4 rebounds. Josh Bauer, big night, but they needed more than just Josh tonight. 20 points and 13 rebounds. I had Ravenna for 13 rebounds in the first half, 10 in the second half. Free throw shooting 6 of 7 in the first half, 1 of 2 in the second half. Three-point shooting 2 of 9 in the first half, 1 of 6 in the second half. Turnovers, 6 in the first half, and 7 in the second half. The Blue Jays had 24 points at halftime, 20 in the second half, and finished with 44 points, 23 rebounds, 7 out of 9 at the free throw line, 3 of 15 from three-point land, and 13 turnovers. Ravenna has now dropped five in a row to fall to 6-12, and 12, and they will host Adams Central on Thursday night, and then a week from Friday will travel to Ord to wrap up the regular season. We'll look at St. Paul's numbers and talk with head coach Derek Reich right after this on the New West postgame show. This high school sports broadcast featuring the first St. Paul Wildcats is presented in part by Citizens Bank and Trust of St. Paul. Proud to be a member of the St. Paul community and proud to be a supporter of the St. Paul Wildcats. Your Citizens Bank and Trust of St. Paul is an independent community bank that's been serving their community since 1888. Bank with the hometown bank because they put your money back to work in the community. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, go Wildcats! It's not magic you see, or a special kind of potion. It's not witchcraft or voodoo, creatures from the ocean. It's just a place you can go and things you hold dear start to wither, become weaker, like a watch or cordless speaker. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll bring it to life. The things you hold dear, those things that you like. Bring it in, bring it in, and we'll make them sing. Cameras, laptops, and thingamajigs. Bring it to the new location opening April 4th, just behind Dick's Sporting Goods in Grand Island. Waiting to serve you in our bigger, better store. Interstate All Battery, Grand Island. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. And welcome back to the 
New West Post game show. Let's take a look at the final numbers that I had for St. Paul. They were able to get nine players in the score column tonight. Parker Klingensmith, two points, three rebounds and a block. Joe Moss, two points and a rebound. Leading the way, Tanner Robleski, 17 points, but a dozen of those came in the third quarter. He had 10 of the first 12 of the second half. He had three rebounds. Jackson Seward, 1.2 rebounds. Wyatt Plocky, nine points on three first-half threes. He also had three rebounds. Grant Turek, two rebounds. Beautiful night for Carson Morgan, but he also got a lot of nice passes. If you can make layups as a big guy, you're going to score. 15 points, two rebounds. He also had a couple of nice defensive plays in there. Miles Griffith, 10 points, five rebounds, and a block. Mike Allen hit a couple of threes. He had six points, two rebounds. As we said, Thomas Marvichka, the only St. Paul Wildcat that did not have fun tonight. He fouled out with just one rebound, and then Tyler Swinarski hit a couple of free throws late for his two points. Nine rebounds in the first half, 15 in the second half. Free throw shooting three of six in the first half, four of eight in the second half. Three-point shooting six of ten in the first half, three of six in the second half. Turnovers two in the first half and seven in the second half. And again, to be honest, those four in the fourth quarter were pretty meaningless and deep down and, you know, turnovers that <laughs> you just scratch off. It's not a big deal. 35 points in the first half, 29 in the second half. St. Paul, 64 points, 24 rebounds, 7 out of 14 at the free throw line, 9 of 16 from three-point land, one block, and nine turnovers. St. Paul now 10-8 and eight on the season with a 64-44 win over Ravenna, and they will host Holdridge Saturday and wrap things up at Grand Island Central Catholic a week from Friday. And head coach Derek Reitz joins us here on the New West Post Game Show. Coach, uh, boy, I can't even believe what I see from your team. That that whole Carney Catholic thing. Can we can we just put that under hypnosis and get rid of it? Because that was I knew it wasn't your team, but you've <laughs> shot the ball way better against Minden in this one, and 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 really in some other games as well. Look good here tonight. Yeah, we really have. Uh, I had just as soon put that Carney Catholic or two game stretch right yeah. behind us shooting 19 and 20 percent. Uh, credit to the boys to not let that bother them. I mean, they responded from that really well. Uh, you know, through the last five games, we're on a four and one stretch through here. So that's a that's a big stretch kind of heading into the final part of the season for us. You did hit some shots early on. You hit six three pointers in the first yeah. half, which obviously helped. Yep. But the ability to get a lot of those inside shots, a lot of good drive and dish, and I chuckled about how Carson was the benefactor of most of those. You know, Carson's kind of been the benefactor of that all year. He's had some really big games, uh, a lot of a lot of assists, a lot of really nice dump downs. But, I mean, Carson does a great job of just getting position. And, and our guards are doing a nice job of stepping up, knocking down some shots. You know, Wyatt Plack, he had a big game against Minden. He had one again again tonight. Uh, Mike Allen came out, hit a couple threes. For us, if we can get those kids to hit some shots, and it just frees it up for Tanner and Miles. I mean, they just can't sink in on them so much, and it just opens up the offense so much. Ravenna comes out, pops a couple of threes. Yeah. Uh, what did you see from from them uh, in this? Like I said, it's 24-21 with just under two minutes to go in the second quarter. I mean, this was competitive until you kind of just blew the doors off the next five minutes of the game. Yeah, Ravenna came out guns ablaze. You know, those those back-to-back threes to start it, you know, we started out trying to press and trying to do a little one-three-one trap, and we caught us in a couple bad rotations. And, you know, they they got some shooters, man, and uh, those kids stepped up, and they hit rhythm threes, and uh, our kids responded really well to it. Uh, I think going through the third third quarters when we kind of went on a big stretch, uh, maybe about a 6-0 run to end the, end the second mm-hmm. and then end of the third, and uh, a lot of it was just transition, getting some steals, getting some some uh, rebounds, and just getting out and going. John, I, I chuckled because I said, 
one way to stop Josh Bauer from getting all the rebounds is don't miss any shots, and that's kind of what happened. You guys made shots, and yeah. Josh, who had 11, I had him for 11 boards in the first half, just had a couple in the second. He yeah. played great, but uh, from that standpoint, you out-rebounded Ravenna because, well, they miss more shots than you do, and yeah. plus you put some probably had a little more uh, <laughs> after it there. But, yeah, you know, a lot of boards are defensive boards, and you yep. definitely got more of those in the second half. Yeah, we did, you know. It's kind of nice in the last couple of years, we really haven't had that go our way. So to take that step forward and start rebounding a little bit better has been a big thing for us. Uh, Josh does a great job crashing the boards. I mean, he played a heck of a game. I, I'm, I assume he had a double-double. I know he had 20 points. And, you know, the the Lockhorn kid did a nice job driving to the hole. He gave us a little bit of problems. You know, we got in a little bit of foul trouble there in the first half. We couldn't keep him off the free throw line for a while. Well, the, the team's knocked down some free throws early on, too. Yeah. It always... You never want to lose the first game of the conference tournament, whatever it is, because then you don't get the two more. And late in the season, most coaches don't need that much practice. So what did you do with the practice, and how much of a benefit was it to get to play last night and and win the rivalry game with Centura? Oh, that was a huge benefit for us. Uh, You know, we we came off that Donovan game, and we caught them scorching hot. They were playing well, and, and, you know, kids battled, but we just came up short on it that night. you know, a lot of them were kind of hanging their heads after that game. We go, you know, guys, it's one game. It's one game. I mean, yeah, we want to make a run in the conference tournament, but at the end of the night, we got we got Centura, we got uh, uh, we got Ravana tonight, Holdridge, Holdridge GICC. We go. There's a lot of season left, so uh, we really focused on Centura and Ravana. Uh, we took the boys and watched a little bit of the conference tournament just to kind of get that feel for it. And we just kind of moved on forward, you know. We didn't really dwell on the loss. Well, and I talked about it. You go up and down all these kids. There's only one that says SR. There's only yeah. one senior there. So uh, you don't want to build for the future that quickly. You want to finish strong here. Where is your team? You've won, as you said, for the last five. Where are you going into this important stretch now? Well, I think we're in a great spot right now. You know, we come, we're right now, we're 9-8, 10-8. 10-8. 10-8. and you know, last year we were four and seventeen, so we took a huge step forward. Uh, we're four and one in games decided by six or less points, so it shows me that we're kind of stepping up a little bit of leadership. We're doing a lot better job in terms of scoring the ball, doing some of the things we want. Uh, subs ain't gonna be easy, and the stretch kind of coming in here. We got Holder just playing good ball. They're their top top power mm-hmm. point team and B Central Catholic. That's a rivalry. I mean, that's gonna be a tough one. And then the way it looks right now, we got Boone in the first round of subs. That was the same as last year. Uh, I think they, they have quite a bit of height. They're 6'7", 6'6", 6'6". But, you know, I think I don't think we'll be as shell-shocked this year as we kind of go into them. Uh, we have a much more veteran team. Not having any seniors or having very few seniors mm-hmm. is kind of nice. We brought so much back last year even, and we'll do the same again this year. And, you know, we got a heck of a stretch to kind of finish it out for the year. Well, good win tonight. Uh, things are pointing the right direction, Derek. Good luck, man. Thank you. Thanks Appreciate it. Time. Thanks for the coverage. You bet. Derek Reich, head coach of the St. Paul Wildcats. We're also going to get a chance to chat here with uh, Coach James Habe of the Ravenna Blue Jays. Again, more of the uh, fine young coaches that are uh, filling not only the Lou Platt Conference but the uh, listening area here that we have talked about. And I think, unfortunately for Ravenna, uh, it, it's not going exactly where they wanted it to. We saw them uh, earlier in the month of uh, January, and they had kind of thought maybe that they had started to put some things together. Now, the teams they've been playing recently all have winning records. There are no embarrassing losses here for Ravenna, and Coach James Habe joins me. But obviously, as St. Paul's 4-1 and one in the last five, you've dropped all five to, to winning teams. What is there a common theme right now, uh, James, with, with this young team? Again, he talked about going from four wins to where they are now. You've gone from one win to where you are now with still games on the table. Yeah, uh, right now we're just, you know, we, our schedule's not helping us at all. And, 
uh, you know, we've kind of took it a couple steps back these last few weeks, but we're young, we're still learning, and, I, and I'm kind of sick of using that excuse now because at the same time I'm greedy and I want things to be fixed now. And that's just kind of what we just preached to our boys. We've still got two weeks left, and if we're going to cash in the towel, it, it's going to be a long two weeks. And, you know, like we, a majority of our team returns next year, so we've got to look at the big picture too. Well, we've got two weeks to, to get better as a whole and, you know, maybe get over that hump this year. So that's what we talked about. We've got to win, find a way to win one of these games that maybe we shouldn't get over that hump, and I think that's going to be big for, you know, us individually with our confidence and then us as a whole. 24-21, you guys had whittled it to back to three there with a couple minutes to go in the second quarter. Uh, then they go on the run to go up uh, 11 and a half, and then Robleski, who didn't do anything offensively in the first half, scores 10 of the first 12 just like that. And I mean, y- y- that quickly, it can shock the system a little bit. Was it more than just them shooting the ball that well? I know when the, the, over the years when I've done these interviews, the coach always has a reason why that happened. Why did it happen? Uh, you know, we talked. We just got done talking as coaching staff. We did a terrible job of finishing the first quarter and the second quarter. You know, the second quarter, we had opportunities in that first half to not only maybe have a tie ball game or maybe even going into the half with the lead, which would have been big for us mm-hmm. in our confidence. Um, but that Rubaleski kid's tough. He does a tremendous job of hesitating, and he waits for that split second where you take a take a second off, and he's past you. Um, but it, it's just kind of been a, a struggle of ours all year. A couple things go wrong, and we just kind of let it steamroll, and you know, and then we start rolling downhill, and sometimes you just can't grab onto something to get you get you stopped. I, I may be forgetting one here, but I'm not sure that I've seen a true big guy. Josh isn't a true big guy. But he might be the best big guy in the conference, and uh, uh, sometimes that gets overlooked when you're not winning the conference title or playing in the top ten in the state. What about the way Josh just continues? He missed some shots tonight. He was he was eager. He wanted to get your team uh, back into this ball game. But 20 and 13. What do you say about that? Uh, you know, he's he forces a few, but at the same time, he's a scorer. We need Josh to score to be successful. And I'm with you. I if if he's not a first team selection this year, just based on his play there, there's something wrong there because that kid does so much for us and I think you're right I think when you look at a team with six wing wins sometimes that gets overlooked but uh, without Josh we're we're really we're really struggling but uh, uh, we we're kind of it's sad to say but we're kind of at the point where when he doesn't go get a double double uh, you know we're a little upset because we kind of get to the point where we expected that much out of him Adam Central and Ord left on the regular season then into uh, the sub districts uh, what uh, what can you get done uh, over these final few games, well, we just said we got two very, very tough teams. Adam Central is going to be solid as always, and then we got a Nord team that's playing pretty good basketball right now. And uh, we just preach the boys finding a way to maybe get one of these. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it would just be so big for not just us this year, but our program as a whole getting over that hump. And then, um, you know, you got Wood River in the sub district, Bunny Bracket, um, and then. You know, anything can happen. I've seen crazier things happen. So if we can find a way to get a little bit of confidence going for us, uh, any, you know, who knows? Find some of that Blue Jay magic. That doesn't hurt either. I've been looking for it for a while. <laughs> James, good luck, man. Thanks, Always Doug. good to see you. Appreciate it. James Habe, the head coach of the Ravenna Blue Jays, will come back and wrap things up on the New West Post Game Show right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. 
locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy, and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Looking to protect your seed investment and grow your ROI? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been searching for the right combination of products that do just that. Through Aurora Acre Grow Programs, we have selected three sets of unique product combinations to help protect your seed investment while growing your overall profitability. To learn more about each program and see which one is the right fit for you and your acres, be sure to contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist about this exciting new opportunity. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. Let's give you some other scores from around the area tonight on the girls' side of things. Blue Hill beat Southern Valley 42-32. Cambridge no problem with Arapaho 69-28. The girls' action given clipped Cozad 45-40. Grand Island Central Catholic over Wood River 51-45. Harvard knocked off Lawrence Nelson 51-42. Heartland beat Deschler tonight. Kearney Catholic down Centura 82-40. Lincoln East over Grand Island 59-35. One of the big games tonight was the number one team in the state, Lincoln Northeast, falling to Millard North 67-59. That probably means next week in the new Omaha World Herald All-Class Standings, C1 Lincoln Christian will be put at the new number one team in the All-Class Top 10. Nebraska Christian beat Nebraska Lutheran 46-27 tonight. Overton girls down Wilcox Hildreth. 48-26, 48-26, Red Cloud over Kennesaw, 51-21. Says here's Shelton, a winner tonight. I think that's a misprint. We'll have to go back and look at that, so I apologize if that is not um, because it was against Silver Lake, oh, same score that they would have played them earlier in the year. York girls beat Holdridge tonight, 56-46. to uh, 46. In boys' action tonight, uh, just uh, Gibbon and Kozad uh, wrapped up here. And the final score in that one was 70-43, to Kozad over Gibbon in that contest. Other boys' games tonight, Franklin beat Kensington, Kansas, 42-40. to Fullerton over St. Edward. Hastings High beat Adams Central, 57-54. And uh, Hastings High beat Adams Central in the girls' game as well. Kennesaw, uh, boys, no problem with Red Cloud tonight. And it looks like that's about it from our listening area. We'll wrap it up after this timeout. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. 
you'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's South Central Avenue, Carney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game, from swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back. See Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Well, I appreciate uh, all the folks for listening to tonight's basketball doubleheader here at St. Paul to all the fine sponsors and, of course, to uh, Rick Peters, the athletic director and the crew here for their hospitality. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it today. Schedule your appointment in the girls' game. Ravenna holds on to improve to 18-3. St. Paul now 14-8, 51-46. couple of big individual performances. 24 points for Jordan Fidelke for Ravenna. 20 of those in the second half. Claire Thede, 23 points, 7 rebounds for St. Paul. And then here in the boys' game, the final 90 seconds of the second quarter, the first three minutes of the third quarter, the difference it goes from three points out to 19 points. And St. Paul wins at 64-44, 17 points for Tanner Robleski, 15 for Carson Morgan, 10 for Miles Griffith. For Ravenna, 20 points, 13 rebounds for Josh Bauer, and 11 for Cade Lockhorn. Thursday, Arcadia Loop City at Carney Catholic here on Classic Hits. Friday, it is Loomis Pleasanton. Saturday, the Heartland Hoops Classic and the D3 District Wrestling Meet from Amherst. Plus, we'll have Carney Norfolk Friday night on ESPN. 1460 AM. For our producer engineer back at the studios, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Budig in the final of the boys game, 64-44, St. Paul over Ravenna. Good night, everyone. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.